0: All right, uh, we're going to do a clap on three, two, one. Thank you. I almost
1: did it on three. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I literally like, brought my hands together and then I was like, nope. <laughs> uh, you can feel free to leave that in if you want. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Geek Remix Podcast. My name is Stacey.
0: And I'm Mari, and here we're bringing it to you real and fast and whatever other things people say on their podcast when they want to sound like badasses. Yeah, we're bringing it to you. What did other people... We're, we're bringing, saying things your mom doesn't want to hear. We're bringing you the truth. The truth. Truth Nation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to the Truth Nation. <laughs> if we...
1: If, please, viewers, if we ever coin any sort of, like like, Geek Remix Nation, just... Just leave hey, geek us. Remix Nation. No. Welcome to the next na- Geekatron. The the <laughs> like I just leave us behind.
0: Yeah, just unsubscribe.
1: We're not worth it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're
1: unworthy of
0: your <laughs> love. <laughs> Never um, notice that anybody who refers to their like show as the Blah Nation, it's always the worst.
1: Like, I do the first thing that comes to mind is always Vape Nation. <laughs> And, like, I I vape, and I still find that just, like, oh, God. I'm pretty geez, sure Ethan
0: from H3H3 H3 made up Vape Nation. <laughs> but, like, didn't he do it kind of as a joke? Yeah, he made it up like- as a joke, and then people just, like...
1: We're right like, we're like, yeah, this is what this is my life now. No,
0: everyone's just living on a level of ironic sarcasm that no one knows what's real anymore. That's why people <laughs> are eating the tide pods because we live so sarcastically that people are dying sarcastically.
1: That everyone's like, yeah, like I would totally eat a tide pod, and then, and then the they, next they start, thing eating you know, it. people are actually eating tide pods sarcastically, but still deadly. <laughs> sarcastically, but.
0: It's kind of there. like
1: if you drunk jump, jump into some train tracks sarcastically, you're still in the train tracks,
0: but you died. Sarcastically and sarcastically ironically. For iron- for irony. First up in the news today. <clears throat> oh, Dumbledore's do- gay. Okay. Well, we knew that. Um, but do you Twitter- know the intricacies of Dumbledore's young male liaison? I know so I know that he falls for his friend the
1: Grindelwald.
0: He's just like you, Stacy. He fell in love with an evil mastermind. <laughs> it's crazy. That's, he fell I'm in love you. with like the pre-Voldemort. He's there basically has to be some sort of like media trope where
1: it's like certain person always falls in love with like not just like bad characters but like the most bad
0: okay but their love story is so cute so Dumbledore had to stay home all right spoilers for Harry Potter everyone but Stacy already knows this sorry Stacy. but you need to know his love life so he had to stay home and take care of his sister who had like really bad problems with her magic abilities and it was like kind of holding him back from his career that he wanted to do and so him and Grindelwald which who was his neighbor. They used to like send each other notes at night and like be like, "Oh my god, like hey." <laughs> well, so <laughs> the, the the news though is not
1: that he's gay. The news is that this will not be included in the new movie.
0: That doesn't make any sense because Grindelwald at the end of Fantastic Beasts turns up to be a part of the movie and obviously, you know, he references Dumbledore, the only man he's ever loved. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And like, what so, are they going to do?
0: Like, meet up and pretend like they never were the only two people that ever loved each other? Like,
1: so basically, so people are like super salty at J.K. Rowling because she was kind of like,
0: oh, like, we're not going to do that. Why? Well, I, I mean, don't know.
1: Are I, you I, okay?
0: So was it that she didn't want them to like get back together or is it they're just not going to reference it no they're
1: they're not so they're the the new film that's coming out will not explicitly address dumbledore's sexuality at all
0: huh because i know that he's explicitly gay like not even bisexual just gay and so
1: jk rowling Implied that because the this is technic this Fantastic Beasts movie is technically the second movie in like a five film franchise So she kind of like left it open that like maybe they explore it later But people are kind of upset that like why wouldn't it? Like she,
0: well, I don't really get it because she already gently put it in in the last book because I had no idea he was gay until she said he's gay. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I read it again. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. gay. But and it's so, not like, you know, they kissed or anything. And
1: see, I guess, like, the one of the reasons why so many people were kind of like, hey, like, what the fuck? Is because, like, out of all the creators, she has some of the most, like, hands-on ability with her own characters mm-hmm. when they're brought to film. Mm. So like, whereas another creator might be able to say like, "Well, I didn't write the screenplay or like I wasn't involved in the production of the movie, like the studio wouldn't let me include it like whatever." Like if J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. says that they should include it, like they're they're going to listen to her and she didn't for some reason.
0: I I wonder if the wizarding world had the same qualms about homosexuality as the muggle world or nomads, as the Americans say. (laughs) I don't
1: know. I it just seems like I I think people are just, you know, kind of disappointed that, you know, you had it in the books. So why wouldn't you include it in the movie?
0: Yeah, no matter what sort of lore reason, you don't you could always just be like And, you know, Wizards are cool with gay people, the end, you know?
1: Oh, you know what? That brings up a great point about, like, how, um, like, some people's point, like, you know how, like, there's always that question of, like, in fantasy worlds, they're like, oh, well, we have to have, like, fantasy racism, and, like, But a point is that, like, actually, you don't.
0: Because it's a fantasy. Because it's
1: a fantasy. So, like, if you don't want to have there be fantasy racism, you don't have to include it.
0: I mean, mean, we already have the fantasy racism against the muggles and whatever. I mean, I think they got that filled up. They don't need to hate gays.
1: Yeah, It's just like you could, it is like foreseeable to like write those things out of your story if you want to. If you want to include them, like that's, you know, your prerogative as a creator. But like when people say that, like, oh, you have to include it for realism, it's like, well, it's realistic for our world, but like you could have you could have it be something The you could have the gritty realism be included in a different way in your own fantasy if you wanted to. And if you wanted to write a fantasy that was like, didn't have any of those aspects and you wanted the story to focus on something else, then, you know, that's your business too. You know, it's like, it's kind of like how in Star Trek, it's like, Star Trek has no money. (laughs) Well, that's not
0: economically realistic. (laughs) Like, Except for the whatever bars that but they he, trade with the f- Ferengi because they but, can't materialize them.
1: But you know what I mean, like how the Federation is just kind of like, yeah, like nobody has any money because we just have all the things. Like that's like a big leap of like creating a world that doesn't include this one very realistic aspect.
0: It's very know? interesting because the first season, the guy who created Star Trek was so like... Gene Roddenberry? Yeah, he was fighting cancer at the time, so he didn't want to have, like, these petty problems. Where he mm-hmm. was like, we were like, they need more drama. And he was, he was like, no, this is the future where people, like, have solved- talk to each other yeah. Yeah. and they go, I'm having a problem, let's talk about it. Like, that's the show I want to make and I want the problems to be them solving, like, whatever. We don't Mm -hmm. need to have drama. Deanna and Riker, they have a past, but then they look at each other respectfully and talk about their feelings, and it's fine.
1: Well, it's like, I can't tell you the number of times during TNG, like, somebody has a problem with somebody else, and instead of dragging it out for, like, an episode or, like, five episodes or, like, God, even, like, a whole season... The person just, like, walks up to the other person and they're like, hey, like, it didn't make me feel good that you said that. And they're like, that's it.
0: It's great. Except they, for when they, they, they had that woman who replaced Crusher, the horrible one that everyone hates. Oh, Dr. Pulaski. Yeah, and she was, like, the only racist one. I, they, like, brought her in for drama and I was like, get her out of here, you racist, horrible. Get her you out know, of my and beautiful it's a shame Star Trek.
1: They do a lot better with her writing, like, towards the end of her arc.
0: No, get rid of her.
1: I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, it, the, at the beginning, the way she's written, it's just, like, there's just, I don't know, too well, first much. First of all,
0: she had a mullet, so I couldn't get past it. Second of all, she was racist towards data, so obviously I can't, all right? If anyone ta- messes with robots or AI, I'm like, you're out. You're out yeah. of my my book. So, Yeah. Um, so Night
1: in the Woods is available on Switch now, which means that any, I feel like that's such a, okay, so normally we don't cover like, oh, this game's going over to this platform, blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to bring this one up just because like, we both really liked this game last year. And Mm -hmm. so like, if you're one of those people who's been thinking about playing it, like, I feel like this would be a great game for the Switch because it's like, you can play it on the handheld. You know,
0: and and the moment that you're bored of it or just need a break, you just turn it off, and then you turn it back on. You're right where you left off. That's yeah. one of the things I like about the Switch, is that I think they designed it in mind where like people are going to be on the bus or whatever, so they need to like just shove it back in their bag really fast. Yeah, just like can't turn like,
1: it off and it's off. Yeah. Yeah, and then you turn As it back opposed on. To like, it's oh, I'm going to save work. and power down. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, that's really
1: what. Well, cuz if they know that they're competing against like say like a mobile game like on a phone, yeah. like phone games you don't have you don't have to go through the whole like oh I'm going to like pause my game and then I'm going to like go to the menu and I'm going to save it. It's just nope, like I just turn it off.
0: I wish phone games had a little bit more depth to them. They have the software inside of them to do something a little bit more, but whatever. I
1: think they, I mean, depending on what you're looking for, like, I think that they, that mobile games like that do exist, but it's a matter of finding them. It's true. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like, I, didn't they have, like, one of the Final Fantasy games, like, a mobile version came out? Yep.
0: Final Fantasy fifteen had a mobile version, but it was, like, yep. weird.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, like, stuff like that, it exists. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, like, you know, you know, they have, like, a yeah, Tomb Raider one. And... Yeah,
0: but, like, not, like, a port, but just something that's, I don't know, I guess something that's...
1: Substantial?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't put substantial stuff on there just because they think that, like... No one really wants
0: to buy games on there unless it has an established brand anyway. So, whatever.
1: Yeah, well, it's very hard to get mobile games to get noticed. And to, like, because if you think about it, if you put them, like, if you have a mobile game and it's, like, a substantial game, like, with serious, like, not, like, a substantial amount of content in it, you know, like... You're gonna. You probably would want to have it be like something that people pay for, as opposed to supporting it with like loot boxes or you know microtransactions. Mm -hmm. So then, who's gonna pay like fifteen dollars for a mobile game?
0: Right, right, right. Because
1: most people that are buying a mobile game, they're buying it, and like I feel like the 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 price that people have in their head is very different for what a mobile game should be. So that's, like just, that's just that's just my
0: feeling with mobile games for me like match games and stuff. If I've been playing the game for like two days or more, I'll be like, okay, like I want to support this developer because I've taken their game and played with it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll buy a dollars worth of gems or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, don't ever do it again, though. <laughs> like, like I don't don't do more. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had I've had mobile games
1: where I put like substantial amounts of time into and I def and I put more money into it like maybe like I don't know because I just thought of like how many hours have I spent on this and like what would I have paid for another game to put that much time into it mm-hmm. so I, I and I feel like I'm also more likely to spend money on it if I don't feel like I have to yeah. like yeah, yeah if yeah. I if I can play the game without spending any money, and then it's like, oh, the money is just to get some sort of, like, bonus. As opposed to, like, if if I'm playing it and I keep hitting a wall where it's like, oh, you can't progress unless you're paying. Then I'm like, well, fuck it. I just don't want to play. Yeah. I'll find something else to do. So, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Red Dead 2 is delayed until October.
0: And I'm, I'm seeing the... The headline from IGN, what Red Dead Redemption 2's new release date means for other big games. Yes. So, I remember when Skyrim came out and they had announced it to be on 11-11-11. And there were all these other games that were supposed to come out at the same time. Including they Mass Effect. Of- um, yeah. Including um, a Mass Effect. No, not Mass. No, Mass Effect 3, which was also going to be a big thing and then it wasn't it was horrible anyway hey i'm upset we got Um, that out of the way okay but there was like a whole bunch of other games and they all just got out of the way (laughs) like they were just like nope everybody moved their release dates everybody did and i remember the same thing happened for fallout 4 except for tomb Raider, and i was like okay tomb Raider, who do you think you are
1: It's interesting that you bring that up because one of the games on here is Tomb Raider for Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which they're thinking is going to come out in 2018. And, like, honestly, when I saw that Red Dead was moved to October, I was like, oh, fuck. Because if they don't... Like, obviously, they haven't announced even, like, an official announcement for Tomb
0: Raider yet, but if they've said they said before that maybe like maybe Tomb is going to do it again where they're going to be like fuck you you don't tell me when i release i'll release on the same day as you uh, again i went i i faced fallout 4
1: who do you think you are i just <laughs> well and it's like it was an xbox timed exclusive it's just like there were so many things working against it and it was honestly like it was it was an enjoyable game for me and i just i really hated the fact that they like handicapped the well not like you know what i mean that's not the right word that i should use that they like you know that they hindered hindered hindered, that they hindered their sales by you know taking these actions like you know Mm -hmm. so one of the things that they brought up was that like if if shadow of the tomb raider doesn't come in by like september then they're going to be competing up against red dead 2 which like I just really hope either that or they would push the game out to like twenty nineteen. And then
0: At the there's the end like... of the day, you're gonna get the game, Stacey. Okay. <laughs> well And but... if they push it back, that means they have more time to fix bugs. And I'm okay with them pushing it back that I'm actually more
1: afraid that Square Enix will be stupid. And try to re- try and do all the, you know what I mean? I try we're trying release it early. No, well, no, 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 no. I'm like, I'm weirdly in the position of like, I know I'll get the game and that, like, I'll probably enjoy it. But I want other people to enjoy it because it's like I want the series to do well,
0: you know? Of course, so, of course. So I don't want
1: them to do like stupid shit to make the game do worse than it should, you know? Yes. That's- yeah. I want it to have the best possible chance. Like, if the game turns out to suck, that, that that's its own fault. But I don't want it to be good and have it have all these obstacles in the don't way. Don't stress
0: out too much about it because... I will stress out, don't you tell me what to do. Okay. <laughs> how about you stress out how you want, but I will bring up the fact that they always say that Tomb Raider didn't do as well as it should have. And yet still, they make more. because they pretty much set up tomb raider to fail and i don't know why like the first one sold five million copies or something and they were like it didn't meet sales expectations and i was like okay well why did you make it so expensive to make like that's always like Like, do they just not
1: project like how much they think it's gonna sell correctly because like no
0: what the problem is is that like the ceos are being like look we're gonna make more profits more profits more profits. that's their job so they have to keep escalating yeah so it's not that it did poorly it's just that they had such high expectations that it couldn't be met Mm -hmm. does that make sense yep right
1: so uh and then there's like if you know if people want to check out the article there's a couple other like Things on this list about other games that might kind of be influenced by Red Dead getting moved to October. This is also the second major delay for Red Dead, so I kind of, I don't know. I, it, it'll be interesting to see where where it where it lands.
0: I'm interested um, in the in this next article. Can you tell me about it? The yes,
1: so CDC
0: cancels. What is he? Is he a rapist, Stacy? Just say so, it. Out.
1: GDC cancels the achievement award for Atari founder after outcry. So basically, Nolan Bushnell, which was the uh, founder of Atari, was going to be given the Pioneer Award at the Game Developers Conference. Just tell
0: me now: is he a rapist, or is this just about the fact that he mistreated employees? I don't
1: think that it. I don't think that he's a rapist. I think that it's just like a, a history of. Um, like a, his- a history of like mistreating people. Um, hold on. Let me see exactly where it talks about this. I know
0: that in the history of game development, Atari was Oh, no, 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 very... no. He So he like,
1: <laughs> he called for a female assistant from a jacuzzi to bring him papers and then tried to lure her into it.
0: All right, great. He's a rapist. Fine. And like
1: other stuff like that. Um, great,
0: rapist. Uh, I I mean, on top of that, Atari in the early days was known for mistreating their employees as well. And and I think... I can't remember if it was Atari or some other game development company where they hid the very first Easter egg ever because they wouldn't allow programmers to have a credit sequence after the game. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. So I I was thinking please don't be a rapist, just be a shitty boss. But clearly he's a rapist, so.
1: Oh, listen to this story. Um, so Atari's chief executive talked about how he inherited an unruly culture from Bushnell and trying to bring order to it as an executive from more traditional industries. This was back in like the late 70s, early 80s. And he said, when I, first, when I arrived there on the first day, I was dressed in a business suit and tie and I met Nolan Bushnell, which is the founder of Atari. He had a t-shirt on. The t-shirt said, I love to fuck. That was my introduction to Atari. So not like there's anything wrong with wearing a t-shirt, but I feel like it kind of does give you a little bit of a picture of like how this guy probably treated people around him.
0: Wait, let me look at this quote. Some ladies feel comfortable around me, and some don't. I find the aura of power and money is very intimidating to an awful number of girls. Okay, well, that's all I need to know. Goodbye, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Let's... I don't... Okay, this is a very important story. I feel like we covered it, but it's really making me feel down, and I don't want to think about it yeah, there's, Yeah, mean,
1: there's a lot of other stuff in here, but the reason that I kind of wanted to bring this up was not like, oh, my God, look at another horrible person. It was more like that GDC kind of chose to do, like, that they listened to people and, like, chose not to give him the award.
0: Remember that episode of South Park, like, two or three years ago? where Bill Clinton is talking to Butters and he goes, women, they're sick of our shit. Like, they're not going to deal with it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They, he says that to Butters. And he, they predicted the future. Because they were like, yeah, they're getting sick of our shit. They're not going to be quiet anymore. They're going to say it. (laughs) They're going to say all the stuff. Yeah, because I got sick of their shit. Them as in, sorry, not all men, blah, blah, blah. Um, hashtag not all men, not all men are like this, very few men are like we this.
1: We say that as if sar- like it's sarcasm, but Mari's being serious. We know that it's not everybody. We do.
0: But listen, misogynists, <laughs> pro- your time is over. <laughs> it's over now. We won't uh, be quiet.
1: <laughs> uh, so before we get to the two things where I was just going to like talk about stuff that was like stuff with me, um, I... Have you you probably haven't watched it cuz you just are opening these links but Far Cry 5 got a new story trailer
0: is this about the racist south far cry
1: the yeah this is the uh the cult leader that's set in um, and it I, honestly like I'm I know that this probably is not like something that we're going to play for the channel but I'm very interested to see like what this story ends up looking like just because it's, I feel like it's so different than a lot of the other stories they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't know. It looks, it looks very, it looks very fascinating to me. And also, like I do have like kind of like a fascination with like, like these like cult stories. You know, there's just something like, I I don't
0: know. No, you just like it. You just like taking down religion.
1: I think. I it's don't just... know. I
0: think religion's kind of creepy, but that's my opinion.
1: I mean, I just think it's like this, uh, what, because it, it's always like so dark and something that I don't. It's
0: always the same exact story. The prophet says, Oh, I need to marry all the young women. Like, every single story, every single cult, it's always, I need to marry the young women. It I mean, that's, I, gets feel, I feel like that's, I feel like that's always an, honestly,
1: like, an, a strong element of a lot of the cult leaders is just that they want to, like, fuck a bunch of people and so they're like what is a better way to get all these like groupies to follow me around and fuck me whenever i want and for it to be like totally okay with everybody oh i'll start a cult
0: literally every single cult i have ever watched a documentary on it it inevitably goes and then he married all the young girls like (laughs) always it's never been like and then he was cool about it like no
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I don't know that this one has to. Well, I mean, I'm sure I'm I'm sure there'll be some element of that in this, but the impression that I get so far is that it's more about like um, that it's more about like some element of like racism and like you know we're like the, the chosen people, whatever something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not I'm trying to be positive to buy, today. i asking you to buy
1: into the vision. I just think it's neat that they chose to chat to tackle a different no, story Stacey, than because like.
0: Because I remember you what? guys were you guys we it wasn't on recording when Stacey said this, but she basically admitted to me that the reason she wants an apocalypse is so that she can have this has nothing an to do to... with an
1: apocalypse.
0: No, because you're going to start a cult in a, an apocalypse. I know you are, and then I'm going to have to kill you. It's going to be a whole thing, but she admitted to me. Like, s- <laughs> she was like, the only thing that's stopping me from killing people is that we're not in an apocalypse. And I was okay, like, so you you're... still can't kill people in the apocalypse. People no. are still going to be mad about it. No, you are majorly paraphrasing what I said. No, 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 because you you basically I... said you, you can kill <sighs> no, no, people no. who annoy you. It wasn't no, even... No, 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 no.
1: No, that's not what I
0: said at <laughs> all. Yes, it is.
1: What I said was, is that like why why do i find the idea of an apocalypse kind of appealing the reason why i find it kind of appealing is because there's like like things are much like very clearly understood that it's like survive or die and so like if
0: people are like no being... you said if they disagree with me i can kill them because it's the apocalypse no i
1: meant like it like if somebody like for instance, like she's if somebody, changing it now because she's have, being
0: recorded, she doesn't want the world to know that she's a serial if you have, killer. If you
1: have a settlement and somebody is like causing a bunch of trouble, like you get rid of them. Stacey, you don't have to do the whole like let's go. You make don't a- kill
0: them, Stacey. Yeah just because it's the apocalypse. What are you like? Do you th- No <laughs> Yes. Because they
1: will they will inevitably bring trouble to the group if they're causing a bunch of shit and they're like you know, you see it on, like, every zombie see, show. You've there's got gonna be, person... like, a
0: freak, like, um, there's gonna be, like, a freak earthquake in Chicago, and the first thing that's gonna happen is this <laughs> is gonna just start killing people, and everyone's gonna be like, it was just an earthquake! <laughs> No, no, no! It's it's gonna be something much less serious than that. I guarantee. It's gonna be it. a, a minor power outage. It's gonna yeah. It's gonna be. <laughs> and like then a, she's like, "I've already killed my husband. I'm free." It's gonna be like a train
1: delay or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the so trains f- are delayed. All right, time to start killing. And so it's like, like "No!" <laughs> the train was delayed. Like when I was on my way back from work tonight. So it was like and it was like oh they're having like major like equipment malfunctions and I mean I have to admit I started looking around the platform and I was like okay who would be the easiest to kill and who could I, I win over to my side
0: I Stacy I understand the appeal of having a fantasy world but <laughs> I think that you might be a, a crazy person who wants to kill people I think you just well, want to kill people I think you just want to know what it feels like to kill a person listen because you the only thing that's holding you back is society <laughs> and that's you know, you know, like what people are always like oh like things could be so much simpler it's just, they, things would be much simpler things would not be simpler stop yeah. wishing for the apocalypse it's not gonna <laughs> be amazing like you think no okay? i don't think it would be amazing i just think I'm just annoyed that you're ruining my apocalypse, where I could just have a nice peaceful cult, okay? And then you're going around killing people, so then I have to make my cult kill you. It's just like you're putting oh a lot God, of responsibility have, on me, please and it's just really annoying. Fan art of our rival cults. I just, yeah, I just feel like gonna, I'm oh my God, stressed have- out thinking about how I'm gonna have to have the the responsibility of killing you, and it's re- really annoying. Well, you would have, so you would have, like, I picture you having, like, a
1: sex cult where everybody, like, worships you, and then I... Yeah, but
0: everyone has to be adults.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I would hope so. No, and
0: and they don't worship me. Everyone just worships each other.
1: mm Mm-hmm. So, like, while you guys are all, like, rolling around in, like, a flesh pile or something, my cult will come in and just kill all of you.
0: No, because because I already know you're going to do it. So, so basically, my sex cult plans are ruined because I know that you put this huge amount of responsibility on me in the apocalypse. And I'm just, like, you've ruined my apocalypse plans. And I'm just, I'm upset. I you know, I'm upset that you can't get behind my vision of a simpler world where
1: we just we fix well, all the problems. Well, my simpler by world was other. just
0: farming and fucking, but no, you have to come in with your violence and just like have to be a rival cult. You can't just mind your own business. You just get jealous <laughs> of my sex cult and you have to come in and kill it. Like it's like, Oh my god, she's like killing people, like I have to be the one who does it because I'm her best friend. Like, that's how it goes. Like... I mean, that would be a pretty great movie. It would be a great movie, but Stacy, you're not understanding what I'm telling you. You are intruding what are you, upon how, my how apocalypse. Exactly, how exactly do you think that you would kill me? Stacy, if I told you, just, you, you would be are you prepared. to
1: smother me with your boob?
0: Stacy, I'm not going to tell you how I planned to kill you. I because then you would be prepared. But was, trust was that me, AJ not,
1: in your background? No, was that, no. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways. Uh. So then I had just like a couple like personal topics. One, I wanted to recommend. Uh. So I've been watching Electric Dreams on Amazon. You already know this because I told you about it. But I wanted to mention it on the podcast because, um, I know that a couple people had recommended it to me. And, uh, also I wanted to recommend it to anybody else who hadn't already heard of it. So electric dreams is kind of like, it's kind of like a black mirror anthology show that has like in the style of black mirror, but it has nothing to do with black mirror. It's like there's sci-fi stories from Philip K Dick, which is the guy that wrote the book that inspired blade runner.
0: Does anyone get raped?
1: I would have to. I would have to think about each episode. Um, Cause you
0: know how I am. I'm just very sensitive.
1: Yeah. No. I can. I can definitely. I could definitely. Th- if I think of each episode, I'll be able to like tell you whether or not somebody did.
0: Yeah. Cause the reason I don't like watching Black Mirror this is the first episode. No. See, it was like these episodes too much. Are I was like, like, I can't. Not that I. Not that I remember. But I can. I can look at the episodes
1: and tell you for sure. So like these are not like creepy um these aren't so much like oh my god technology is coming to kill all of us and the world is awful it's more just like whoa here are some like crazy ways that technology could evolve and like things get really weird
0: okay i can does that make sense it's I just like, like you said Black Mirror, and I just immediately thought about the first two episodes no, I watched. No, I meant was it. Too much.
1: I, I meant Black Mirror as in like each episode is separate from each other and it's a completely separate story. Mhm. So like it has nothing to do with the concept.
0: Okay. It's just okay. the style of the show. Twilight Zone. Yeah. Kind of. Thing. I never.
1: I never watched Twilight Zone, so I don't know.
0: Outer Limits. What's that? It's like Twilight Zone's ripoff. Ah, um, yeah. So
1: it's like, they're all like based on separate short stories that he wrote. And some of them are really cool. I mean, I've liked all of them that I've watched so far. Some of them are a little bit more like, I think one of the things that I really like about it is that, um, the stories don't try to answer everything. So like, it's like, uh, there will be, a, there will be like, questions raised or, like, topics that are introduced that I'm like, whoa, I would love to, like, hear more. I would love to, like, learn more about that part of this world, but it doesn't attempt to answer all of those things in a single hour. It just tells, like, one story within the world, if that makes sense. Like, I could honestly see them taking any of these episodes and developing it into its own complete, like, show. Um, but they're more like, you know, they're short stories, so they don't completely answer all of your questions. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, it's really cool. And if you like science fiction, I would definitely recommend, uh, borrowing your friend's Amazon account to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also, uh, you already know this, but I'm going to be visiting Japan at the end of May. So I'm like super excited. I've never been to Asia before. I've been to like, I think the closest I've been is like Russia. You're
0: literally gonna be the tallest person there.
1: So so I've talked to like a couple people and they've already like warned me about a couple things. One, that I'm going to be a giant person. Two, that uh, chairs will feel small. Chairs and tables will feel like awkwardly sized.
0: Oh, by the way, uh, if you go clothes shopping, don't get upset. I don't think I'm
1: going to go clothes shopping because, like,
0: their extra large is our small. Yeah. So, so just saying, like, if you go, oh, this is cute, just don't pay attention to the size. Just put it on. Yeah. And, and love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't get upset.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. that's not. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, because I remember reading about how like some of the European brands, they actually make like smaller sizes to sell just in Asia.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So like brands that are from like Italy or whatever, like they actually make like, like extra, extra small and like smaller, like, you know what what I'm trying to say, right? Like they, they won't sell those sizes in America, but they'll sell them in like Asia and stuff
0: listen there was an episode of totally spies that that touched on this subject where what's her face wanted to get a hat but they only had large left and she only fit in the large hat but she was embarrassed yeah but at the end of this episode she said yeah i do have a large head with a large hat and i'm gonna wear this hat because the label does not matter
1: Thanks, I I totally just spies. like I can't see the thing is is like for me it's not even like the physical body size, it's also like the height. I just I would imagine that there's just gonna be so many proportions that would be off. I don't even know how I would buy anything. You should you go to the I mean? bape
0: store. Is bape still in? What? Bape? Bathing ba- ape.
1: I've never heard of that.
0: Well, I thought you were into fashion. Anyway. Um, <laughs> moving
1: on um in other weird news nigel the lonely seabird dies next to the concrete bird replica he loved for fun. so did you hear about this story
0: it was really sad but it also made me think of like what if this happened to like a person <laughs> like you know like in like some alien zoo because that's sad
1: yeah so for people who aren't familiar with the story um there was this bird hold on i'm gonna what what type of bird was he he was uh, he was a specific type of bird in um, New Zealand, and basically he was the only bird of his kind that was there. And so New Zealand set up some like concrete birds and like put out like fake bird poop to make it look like there were more birds to try to like lure other ones to the island. I forget why exactly they were doing this. I don't know if it's, like, a this better... This
0: sounds like a scary
1: sci-fi story. <laughs> so they were trying to get them to the island. I don't know if it's because it's, like, a better environment for them or something. So, basically, he was... they were
0: trying to get them to mate.
1: Yeah. So I think because they're, they're trying to save the species, basically. But, anyways, so Nigel was this one bird, and he landed there in 2013... He was the only one to land there uh, and he became inexplicably attracted to one of the birds and he constructed a nest, spent hours like grooming this fake bird's feathers and like stayed by her for, wow, I guess if he showed up on the island in 2013, this was like literally years.
0: So I'm thinking like, okay, it's 3000 years in the future humanity is almost extinct and there's a weird binkin and like one human goes there then three then five and it's like a perfect place for humans they're like wow this is great turns out it's a gigantic experiment for even more evolved aliens who think humans are an endangered species and they're trying to like I feel and like they're I've trying seen,
1: to propagate I, I, humans maybe it's just' this this idea seems like so realistic to me, but I feel like I've seen it and I feel like I've seen this
0: i <laughs> this, they, uh, this I don't know just so like I just was me. like what if like people like aliens did this to humans where like they land on the planet and they think it's humans at first, but really they're like robots, but everything they need is being prepared is like being provided for them and just like one. Two, well, you know, if three people like, show up. It's and like it's like a mystery. Up. Like, what's going on? Why is it like this? And slowly revealed they're really in a pres- preservation zoo by, like, even more intelligent aliens. Like, it's crazy. And they can't leave. There's they can't only, leave. There's
1: a, there's a few problems. One, who would try to preserve humans so they can't be... Because the, there
0: was because there was a a, th- a 2000 year ever war against the Glorklins. No, but I'm saying like humans suck. Why would anybody try to preserve Because the they're endangered after the 2000 year ever war with the Glorkins. No. And so I'm there saying, was like, a I'm conservationist saying. aliens who need who are from another dimension who can see the future and in 7000 years they're going to need humanity's help just like in the movie um uh, where the aliens come and they teach us their language. I'm just saying,
1: if, if humanity got to the point where we were like almost extinct, don't you think the aliens would just be like, okay, fine, you know?
0: No, because they're mecha aliens, they're from beyond.
1: Because they're, because <laughs> they're better than us? You
0: can't understand their rationing because they're so alien to us.
1: Yeah. Uh, United Airlines refused to let an emotional support peacock onto a flight. Okay. Yep. A... I don't
0: know how to interpret that because like you know how sometimes the headline you're like, <laughs> "What an idiot." And then you no, no, no. read about it and it's like, "Oh no. no." No, no, no.
1: Well, okay, but see, the thing the thing is is that like even if you're like, "Oh no, this person actually needed this animal on board." The airline told the person no three times before they ever got to the airport. So, like, the one, the animal doesn't meet, like, the size requirements. So, like, United, United Airlines has, like, size and weight guidelines for, like, what animals are allowed on board. So... Like even, even if you were gonna make a case that like, oh no, this person like actually needs like their emotional support peacock, like they, it doesn't meet the guidelines, you know? So like, I don't know, I don't know how you, uh, yeah. Um, and they're, so people are supposed to provide like documentation, but the airline had already turned this person down and said, no, you can't bring the animal and they just expect <laughs> they just kept trying to bring it and they actually brought it to the airport. So, yeah. You know, I never like so I understand Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I thought Skype like blurped out for a second. No, no, no. So, I don't know how like I never know how to feel about like emotional support animals because like on the one hand I'm like, yeah, like Totally, like, if you like, because I'm not, but I'm not allergic to animals, really, so, like, I, like, although the animal doesn't bother me from, like, a human perspective, I also, like, if somebody is very allergic to whatever animal it is, and it's in, like, a closed circulation of a plane, I don't know if that's a good idea,
0: you know? I, this is a big subject that I can't.
1: Well, no, like, I don't think there's, I don't, I don't have a definitive answer. I'm just saying, I'm just like, I don't know, just, I'm just thinking of like questions, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad I'm not the person who has to come up to the, come up with the answer to that, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and uh, and a Swiss university is going to be offering a, uh, degree in yodeling. So they that will
0: makes sense. They'll, yeah, it's
1: like history. They'll for be them. offering bachelors and masters degrees in yodeling.
0: I wonder if there's a bachelors and masters degree in like opera singing and stuff. There uh, must be. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I mean, so I went
1: to I went to a school that has a music conservatory. So I don't know exactly what they call it, but yeah,
0: uh... yeah, that seems interesting. And is yodeling a part of the Swiss culture, or am I? Yeah, so they racist? have
1: they have voice and opera studies.
0: Yeah, but is like is that where yodeling originates in Switzerland or Swiss? Or, I, I think we just
1: no no no. So it's uh so yodeling is remember we 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 looked at this and we were we had it confirmed by people who live like in the Alpine regions that all those countries that are along the Alps have a history of yodeling. But, oh, okay, but it is most commonly associated with the swiss i believe but also mm-hmm. like because i had said austrian and then of course a bunch of people told me i was wrong but then some people that were actually from austria were like no like we yodel here so there's a couple countries that are known for doing it
0: it's but not- i can see the value in having a phd in yodeling if it's like you know, well, well they don't I'm have a
1: PhD a... yet, Mari. They're
0: bachelors and masters, okay? So just. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Listen. <laughs> but, like, you know how, like, in a documentary, they'll always have the extremely specific guy yeah. who, like, knows <laughs> they're the like, thing? <laughs> they're like, this guy has, like, a PhD in, like, sewage studies. Yeah, it'll be like, it'll show the guy, and it'll be, like, Professor Zoglark, like, PhD in pornographic history and you're like wait what you're (laughs) like where did they offer that degree
1: Like, (laughs) why didn't i know about this when i was in school (laughs) yeah
0: or like phd in the history of concrete like fucking shit like you're like wait what (laughs) why are you so passionate about that very one thing
1: yeah I mean it's it's kind of neat though like everybody has their specific thing and i mean so like when i if you could
0: have if you could have um a phd like you could be the the that one guy in the documentary who knew that one very specific type of thing what would yours be like if i could pick a specific apocalypse studies
1: no i seriously that's exactly what i was gonna say like it would be something to do with like apocalypse survival studies.
0: Mine would be video game lore, <laughs> just video game lore. So or like you
1: would like a you would like a loser PhD. Shut up. That's what you'd like.
0: Fine. And yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah, I do. I want a loser PhD. <laughs> My degree is in. It's gonna cut to me. Mari Starkiller. Oh, oh my god. god! Actually, you know it would be really funny though, is if
1: you could make loser into like an acronym. Lucia. Yeah. Like Lord of, uh, uh, sex as something, sex education. Lord rehab. of
0: sci-fi. Sci-fi. Erotic. Uh, erotic. Role playing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
1: Dude, that would be so funny and you'd be like yeah I have a loser degree and everyone would be like oh, that's weird and in your head you're just like you don't know what this is you don't even know what it is Sci- lord of sci-fi erotic role playing
0: yeah. I mean it's a very. I studied it for 10 years <laughs> and yes I do know all the different ways aliens can secrete <laughs>
1: So I have some uh, questions and topics for us to get to, but before we do that, I just wanted to quickly give a shout out to today's sponsor, which is Loot Crate. So Loot Crate, if you're not already familiar with it, is a subscription box where you can get collections of like geeky things. Um, so you can sign up for like uh, a box where you get stuff from franchises like Marvel, Stranger Things, Fallout, Firefly, Star Trek, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, they also have like apparel boxes. So, if you don't want to get like a whole box of items, you can actually just get like a pair of socks or, you know, a t shirt or something. So, like, I get the t shirt box. And, like, I think December's shirt was Rick and Morty, and January's shirt was from the labyrinth. And I don't know. I like it. I like that I was able to pick just a t shirt box because, like, that's all I really wanted. Uh, anyways, if you wanted to try it uh, out, you can save 10% on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com slash geekremix, and then you enter the code BRIDGE, so B-R-I-D-G-E 10, for 10% savings. All right, so for questions this week, uh, first one is, When you're watching a movie or playing a game, what are some like personal red flags that tell you you are not going to like it or that you won't want to continue watching it or playing it?
0: When they say something like extremely inaccurate about mental health. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. Or they say, yeah, like something like that. Or when they're trying too hard to be smart, but they're saying something really stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. But basically, like everyone keeps telling me how good Hannibal is, and I know I've said this before a million times, but like but they're like, I have a type of autism that makes me close to being a psychopath. And I was like, I'm turning this off. This is really stupid.
1: Yeah. I think, let's see. For me, I really well, first of all, I really don't like it. I cannot watch anything that has a laugh track. So like I like and I, well, you
0: know why? It's because you feel like it's telling you what to do. I just like I
1: cannot I cannot stand it. Like even now when I look at when I look at shows with like laugh tracks and I watch clips, I'm just like how did I ever watch like more than like 2 minutes of this? It drives me absolutely crazy, especially because like half the jokes aren't actually funny. And so I'm like why are you telling me to laugh at this? This isn't a joke. This is you're just saying words and well, like putting a laugh at the end of it. Um, so the big Bang theory, you hate the big Bang theory, <laughs> yeah, but even like you know, like Seinfeld, um, I, I think
0: I just tune out the laughs in my head. I just
1: I don't know, it's like I can't it's just it's because
0: you think they're telling you what to do, Stacy, I, I know, know you, I
1: know I, I know I
0: know who you are, and you're like, don't tell me what to when to laugh, I'll laugh when I wanna laugh,
1: um, I also don't like it, I also don't like it when um people make jokes that are, like, on really, I don't want to, like, on really. Too edgy? No, like, on really tired stereotypes.
0: Um, So,
1: like, when people make jokes about, like, so it's, like, if you're watching a show and the guy is, like, oh, like, my wife, she's so annoying or something like that. And I'm just, like, I cannot handle this because it's, like. So, ahead go ahead. Or, like, you know, like, oh, my wife, you know, she loves to shop. And I'm, like i'm sorry i can't i
0: can't here's one thing that like it might not be a dictation of the quality of it or anything but you know when i'm trying to watch an anime or something and they're like this is a cool dark anime i'm like okay immediately it's always the first scene some woman is being like beaten up or something and then they upskirt her and i'm like this is like really weird and i don't i'm really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i'm just extremely uncomfortable and like it'll be like in Psychopaths where I really wanted to watch the show, but the opening scene is this guy just like brutally hurting this woman and then assaulting her. But then the camera itself is like making it sexy, so it was like, well, I can't enjoy you're this. also
1: you're also just in general not a fan of like rape and sexual assault in shows for the most part, I would say. Yeah,
0: well, here's the thing. That's not a bad if, thing. I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. I'm I just like saying, it when it's like, consensual role play, but not when it's like a character for real suffering. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean like that's not really the same thing at all, though. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, if I know that the person is pretending, So you mean like I'm not, okay, but when, do, when does that ever even happen in a TV show? I'm talking about outside of television. Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) Got it.
0: So it's like, I don't know. I just, if I am, if I see this character as someone who lives in this other world that I'm peering into, I would say, and they're, being harmed like I tried to watch the movie I mean the tv show humans or whatever it's called about the robots and they just vaguely hinted at the possibility of one of the robots maybe being programmed if you wanted to have sex with her and I was like I can't do it I can't (laughs) it's gonna happen I don't want to see it Um, (laughs) it was just too much I'm trying to think like I know that
1: it takes so it for in terms of like a movie it takes a lot for me to turn off a movie because I generally, even if it's bad, like I'll just watch it through to the end because I at least want to like, I, I have this thing you where like, I, I just need to finish things, you know? And also because then if I complain about it later, I want to be able to complain about the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Well, so when you have that one fucking dude who's like, well, you didn't,
1: you didn't well, finish you, it, huh? well, you you didn't know? it. Yeah, exactly. Because <sighs> then people will be like, well, you did watch the whole thing. And I'm like, and so, like every time, I'm like, nope. Saw the whole thing. It never got better. Like, you that's know. the reason
0: why I finished Deuce Ex: Human Revolution. Dance? Just so that Deus Ex: Human Revolution, where I was, Deus, everyone I'm was talking. Ta- I'm a Deus. I'm a Deus. I'm a Deus. Deus I'm a, Deus,
1: well, I'm a Deus. everyone
0: kept saying how good it was, and then I was like, I hate this. But if I don't finish it everyone's gonna be like, well, you didn't finish it. And I was like, fuck you, I'm gonna finish this game and I'm gonna hate every second of it. Oh,
1: oh, oh, Amadeus.
0: (laughs) And it wasn't, like, the gameplay. The gameplay was great. It was the story that made me want to rip my eyeballs out. It was so stupid.
1: Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I know that I have other ones that I did. Those are just the ones that, like, first come to mind because it's the reason that I don't watch, like, 90... 5% of like TV shows is because it comes down to something like tired j- jokes about like gendered stereotypes and i don't mean just about like tired stereotypes about women it's like about men too like when they jokes yeah, about sure. like men being like stupid or like uh, like uninterested in like things then it, i don't it just like really irritates me because i'm just like listen like society is trying to get away from that, and how do you, exp- it's like, it's one thing if the joke is kind of self-aware, but when it's not, and you can tell that that's just like, just the joke, I don't know, it's just like, I'm like, how are we supposed to ever progress beyond this if we just, com- if we keep like recycling all this material, you know?
0: Well, because Stacy, women are like this, and men, they're like that, and so that's funny.
1: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All okay. right. So on a less serious note, um, so somebody was like, "Hey, you guys wanted like some of those like stupid like situation. It's not a situation, but they were like, they wanted to know which is better, bagels or donuts."
0: Oh fuck. Ah oh, shit.
1: See, this one's easy for me.
0: Well, you don't like sweets. See, I don't
1: mind. Ba- I don't mind uh, donuts, but my love of cream cheese like outweighs donuts so like I, I
0: think I... I like donuts more no not not donuts bagels more because you can have a sweet bagel yes yeah and I like donuts but I'm when I'm imagining in my head if I wanted to choose between one right now I think I want a bagel
1: yeah like if because... somebody like provided both like which one would you pick
0: because you can have sweet bagels and I just like the density of mm-hmm. a bagel just like that's that's a meal. Do you
1: have a favorite bagel?
0: I, see, I love going to the Great American Bagel and getting a lox and cream cheese bagel on Asiago cheese bagel. And,
1: and just... listeners, did you know that when Mari used to have to drive up to come get me, she would bring me a bagel for breakfast that I could eat on the way back to her house because she was such a Honestly, good friend? Honestly, it was just
0: because I knew she was going to be grumpy if she was hungry. <laughs> it's true maybe that is like a friendship thing but my motivation was better keep her happy for you it was
1: more of like a security like insurance policy I think
0: (laughs) it was more like oh if I spend this
1: like five or ten dollars I won't have to put up with Stacy's cranky ass all the way to my house
0: well yeah well and then you know there's food in your mouth so
1: yeah and then I can't talk to you and so it's just you know everything's so much better (laughs) (laughs) um have you ever been recognized out in public because of the channel yes really like not even when you told somebody that you would be there
0: no somebody saw me on the street and they tweeted at me that they saw me oh and they described my outfit because i didn't believe them oh wow and they were like oh but you looked busy like and you had your resting bitch face on they didn't say it like that but like that's
1: just your face though did you tell them that that's my face. Yeah. No. It's just your face. <laughs> I
0: was like walking. I was walking with purpose. I was on my way to get my hair done. And I think they saw me on the street, but they didn't say anything. Mmm. I've
1: never been recognized unless I already like I've been recognized at like conventions, but I've never been recognized like out on the street. But that doesn't really surprise me because I don't exactly go a lot of places. So like I don't know I don't know I don't I don't think I don't think it would bother me just as long as people like understood that they would be like surprising me and to like be aware of that you know
0: yeah I think I used to be really scared of it just because I thought I was going to be murdered but yeah no, I'm okay with being murdered so whatever
1: yeah yeah I think that, I think I would be like, if, like if somebody saw me and they like, I don't know, wanted to like say hello, like I would be okay with that just as long as they kind of were like, Oh, like, Hey, like, uh, you like gentle, not like running up to me and like hugging me or like jumping in my face or like something crazy, you know, that's yeah, really no well, I mean,
0: yeah. I, I welcome hugs and I welcome contact just. Don't come up behind me and do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm okay. Get in front with of me. Somebody,
1: like introducing themselves and shit, but
0: introduce yourself, then you can have a hug.
1: Yeah, um. But like, I I feel I think I was reckon. So like when I went to C2E2 and I was like walking around there by myself, there were a couple people that like I met up with it met up with and like said hi to because they. They said something on social media that they were like, "Oh, I'm here, like, come find me, blah blah blah." But then there were a couple other people that like took pictures with me that I think they recognized me, and but I don't know. There's
0: don't, just no way of knowing. Now. There's
1: there's no way of knowing now, um, but there were definitely like some people that stared at me, and so then I got like I was like, did I don't know. Um, and then are there any games that have made you cry? And so somebody asked me this one. Gone
0: Home, Mass Effect 3, because it was so shitty. Like, I cried because it was so bad. I was laying on the couch crying because it was so disappointing and bad. Um. Oh, my God. We really need to get... Before we... Sorry, this is like...
1: Okay, let me just explain where my brain went with this. So you said that, and I thought to myself, I was like, Oh, there's our, like, Geek Remix bingo card. We got... Mari mentions the ending of Mass Effect 3, and then I was oh, like,
0: You know what game really made me cry uncontrollably? What? Was A, the ending of Life is Strange the first time you. There's like a stream of me just cry, sobbing uncontrollably with the music turned off while the credits is playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real. And like, there's a bunch of comments like, Why won't she stop crying? <laughs> 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 like, just silence and me crying <laughs> I think <laughs> I so, cried when I Yeah, played. but it was like me
1: by myself. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Like, you're a lot more pathetic than I am. I am. Yeah. And then <laughs> the
0: end of Undertale, the good ending. I got the the pac- pacifist good ending.
1: Mm. And it was
0: like the first time we played it on stream and like I was fighting the final boss and like the, the you're like I don't want, Are you ever going to play Undertale? No. I was fighting the final boss. It's a very emotional final boss fight. Honestly, very emotional. just like
1: there were like the premise of like, oh, to get the good ending, you have to like do these things. I was like, no, thank you.
0: Well, you're gonna regret it because in 30 years, you're gonna finally play it and be like, Mari,
1: I played it. <laughs> See, <laughs> no, you were that's,
0: right. That's
1: what has to happen, though, because like when people, okay, so what have there's like a there's like a parabola of like. How I de- how I my interest in like media things that is like directly related to like how many times people ask me to watch it or play it or whatever. So like okay,
0: so wait, I think I'm starting to realize something. Every time I stream a game by myself, I cry at the end of the game <laughs> because just, I, I think you I just cried. See at the me end-
1: to be there?
0: <laughs> I cried at the end of Final Fantasy Twelve. I <laughs> cried at the end. <laughs> Because Balbazard dies okay. with Fran. Okay? Right. It's very upsetting. Okay. And then I cried at the end of Undertale. I cried at the end of Life is Strange. I cried at the end of Um this like horror game I played. I cried at the end of Rule of Rose. What? Sobbing. What? <laughs> I cried I cried
1: all the time. I cry so much. <laughs> I feel like you're just like a much more like in tune with your emotions on recordings type person. I don't get that. Like, I don't know. No, that, I just I don't know. It's just very upsetting. It's like, a, it's like a rare thing for me. It's and I and I feel like there have been other cases where I cried during games and I'm like struggling to think of any.
0: Oh, there was this one part in We Are the Devil, or We Know the Devil. Yeah. It's about, like, these teenagers who are, like, uh, LGBTQI+. Plus. And, like, one of them is, like, two girls in the closet. They're at the camp because they're gay. So they're, like, t- both in the closet, like, kissing each other, but they're saying that they're not doing anything. Hmm. And I was just, like, reading it and being like, ah! <laughs> I think like, I
1: remember you telling me about that.
0: Yeah, just, it was very, like, I just, t- just a lot of crying. A lot of crying. <laughs> very, I cry a lot on stream. Just, if you're, there's a high chance of anything just slightly upsetting. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know that
1: it's, like, upsetting. It's more just, like, I don't know. Any, uh, anything will set me off. Just something happens, like, who
0: knows? The ending of Kingdom Hearts, I will cry. <laughs> Kyrie. I'll come back to you. I know you will. And then just crying. (laughs) When as soon as like the song pops in, where was like, when you walk away, and I'm just like pouring down my face every time. Tears. I remember,
1: I remember you crying during the Kate scene during life is strange. And then everybody, but I, but I remember specifically because ever like, because I wasn't crying and then everyone yelled at me. For not, How could for not, you
0: not be crying in this video game? Properly, I'm just a very sensitive person.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and I just, I don't know. I, I think it's like, I think it's also because like when stuff like that happens, like especially if it's like, like on a recording, my, my like gut instinct is to like clamp it down and to like not show the emotion, you know. It has to be like, it has to be like a surprise. It has to like sneak up on me and like surprise me. Do you know what I mean? I think that's why I started crying at the end of Life is Strange because I had fully convinced myself and prepared myself for an ending where you couldn't save Chloe at all. And then when I was suddenly given the opportunity to like even have a choice, I was like, oh, hell
0: yes. But you weren't prepared. But I was
1: not prepared for that option, and so I cried. So, anyways, uh, we (laughs) probably. So, even a positive surprise, you're just you're gone. No, you're I def- I definitely cry at positive surprises. That's that's why sometimes I cry during commercials because like if it's like a positive surprise, the Gay Campbell soup commercial, Gosh. it gets me every time. Yeah, there was <laughs> so there's there's this one bank commercial where it's like a lesbian couple and they're like they with their like they adopted adopt the deaf daughter. Kid. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I was and I and I just remember the first time I saw it being like <laughs> so
0: beautiful and then there's a barney's commercial or something and it's like really really hot you know how barney's is (laughs) it was always like it was something like neiman marcus or something like that and it was like your family this holiday and this guy's walking in and he's got this big foofy poodle girl like you know Mm -hmm. dog lets in and runs up to another guy and then they stand together holding the dog together and they're like it's a family. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's so great. It's a very case. This is, this is Barney's demographic and they know it. <laughs> uh, if
1: that's about, if that's about it for tonight, I should probably get going because I have to work tomorrow. So. All
0: right. Okay. Uh, Bye uh, everybody. No, 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 oh, Wait, no, no, no. Okay.
1: I just meant like, did you have any final thoughts before I do our little like wrap up? No, I'm just very thirsty. Okay. So as always, this podcast is brought to you uh, thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to uh, support us on a monthly basis, throw us a dollar or whatever, you can go to patreon.com slash Uh We greatly appreciate all your support. Uh, it really helps us out. Our next goal is for game roast videos, which is where the two of us will take a look at games that we've played and kind of give them a little ribbing we're over 80% of the way there so if you would like the to be able to like vote on our choice of game when we hit that goal then you can support us there um if you want to keep in touch with us in the meantime or send podcast questions you can get in touch with me on twitter tumblr and instagram my handle is at geek remix a lot
0: uh i'm at geek remix on twitter instagram and tumblr um if you want a response from me you'll most likely get it on twitter or tumblr all right i don't know how private messages work on instagram and i'm afraid of opening them <laughs> all right so
1: we'll see ya. Right. bye bye everyone